Hello and welcome to the Rundown New Music Podcast episode number 12. Yes, we're on the 12th episode already folks. Today I'm joined by the wonderful Megan Black. Hello. Thank you for being on the show. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? That's not, I'm not too bad, thanks yourself. Yeah, not too bad. It's great to have you here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we're going to delve straight into the, the new song that you've just brought out. Mm-hmm. What else am I good for? Yep. That is a good question and no doubt we will uncover that as we go along so here is what else am i good for by megan black which came out on the 31st of march 2022 What's it all about? Um, I think this song, it was kind of a product of lockdown and just self-reflection. Um, and I think like in the past, I'd, whenever I'd written songs, like I think all my songs are a little bit sad. Yeah. It's just, it's just the overall theme, but I kind of wanted to make stuff that if I were to play live, I could still dance along to. Like Even if I'm yeah. crying, I can still, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, something to move and dance. to. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I wanted it to be... Sad but funky is what mm. I'm going for. Um, it's essentially just, I don't know, it was kind of this, this realisation that when I, especially like during lockdown, I think everyone was the same. It's like, as soon as you stop doing things, all you're left with is like thoughts, you know? It's yeah. just like your own world. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I realised how like low my self-esteem was. Um, oh, wow. The kind of idea that like, the only thing I was really good at was singing like, the whole lyric like at least she could sing a song if nothing else yeah um, and it's like what do I do if, like that goes away I'm kind of shy everything else so <laughs> yeah. um, it kind of became about that and just sort of questioning I suppose my own idea of myself and yeah. what I can actually do um, it's a work in progress but I think it's it's kind of it's good to like listen back to that song and kind of have talked about that through a song and kind of use that sort of like method to get across what I wanted. Yeah. And I think it's hopefully something other people can relate to. I feel like everyone's got elements of low self-esteem or thinking that they're not good enough at what they do or whatever it is. So 
kind of became about that. But sad but funky. That's that, that, that's an interesting way to put it. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is quite sad uh, upon listening to it, and yeah, funky. It's a, it's an it's an interesting combination. <laughs> I, I will say, um, but still sounding good. Thank you. Really good. Uh, uh, we've been corresponding. I was telling you about. Um, we'll, we'll get talking about is uh, your album. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, t- let, let's talk about it. Um, it oh. It's already out. Tently speaking. Yes. We're recording this in advance, folks. <laughs> uh, we're breaking the ball. <laughs> um, so yeah, so let, uh, tell us about it. Um, so the album is um, it's eight songs in total um, that's on the album, and it's called "Deadly as the Women." So it's um, it came out technically came out on Friday the first of April. Um, Not an April Fool's joke, folks. <laughs> it did actually this, come out. <laughs> <laughs> this was going to be my plan. Was if um, like I got too nervous before the album comes out, I could just be like, oh, it was just an, an April Fool's. April Fool's. <laughs> There's no album. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's um, it's the general kind of theme of it, I suppose, is all about my experience as a woman and how. I essentially kind of navigate the world, I suppose. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's kind of. Uh, I feel like the the album itself. I had to think a lot about the kind of order of the songs and how I wanted it to like tell a story. If you sat and listened to it um, from start to finish, how it would essentially go through each song and like almost like a kind of like journey not to be like cheesy but that kind of yeah. idea you know um, you don't get that a lot these days so yeah. you're kind of going back to what we used to get with mm-hmm. LPs and that it would be a yeah. journey they were, yeah. they were made in such a way it would be a continuous story totally yeah, yeah. that's kind of what I wanted so the album is out on vinyl and CD as well as on like streaming platforms um, but I wanted it to be that if you sat and listened to it on vinyl you could essentially sit and have like a kind of listening experience if you like um, definitely it is based on mostly my own experiences um, so it kind of it's a bit about empowerment it's a bit about my own um, mental health and um, those general kind of themes that I've found as being a woman and just like being a person yeah. <laughs> I suppose <laughs> like in general but it, it came from a sense of beginning to like empower myself as a woman as a woman in music and um, like celebrating my own identity as well so course, hopefully you know if, if other people can take something from that even if they're not female even if they're not queer it's like the idea that everyone kind of goes through these like almost like eras in your life I don't know if that makes sense where you just go through like a a stage in your life and then you learn something from it and you look back on it and you're like ah oh, shit I should have done so many yeah. things differently or whatever and that's kind of like the album is encapsulating a period of time for me that hopefully I'll look back on and be like young Megan was pretty dumb but <laughs> right now I'm still like ah, I don't know so yeah. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, so it's sort of like um, that journey we take on in life. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are detours and we'll kind of go down a side road. Yep. This is your side road before mm-hmm. you came back onto that main road. Yeah, definitely. Um, so it's quite a, a personal thing for me, I think, to put out there. Um, there's quite a lot of... Uh, in terms of like the songs themselves, a lot of them are quite upbeat. Um, which is what I want. I want to be able to feel empowered when I play them live. And, of course. Um, I love a I love a good bass line. That's like my main thing. If I've got a funky bass line, in I a think song that somewhere. shows in the album. <laughs> I, feel, yeah. I feel that shows in the album. Yeah. So um. <laughs> I want to obviously incorporate that and incorporate the musicianship that comes with it. But in terms of the the themes behind the album and the lyrics are quite personal and quite um, I suppose still quite raw to me, which is. I don't know. I'm finding it quite special having it out in the world, but it's also quite scary. I can imagine because it's like you're... Make, you're showing yourself off to other folk mm-hmm. uh, a vulnerable side that yeah. not, pe- not many people would get to see mm-hmm. so I, c- I can understand that to a degree yeah. uh, it must scary. be scary <laughs> <laughs> it's <is> terrifying <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> but wow that's quite a delve into the album and uh, I hope people will be get grabbing a copy especially in vinyl because come on Come on, That needle hitting the groove, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing quite good. beats it. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. I'll be, I'll be definitely getting myself a copy. Oh, thank you. For when I then get a record player again, because... Yeah. 
that's it's about you, <laughs> not about me. Um, yeah, so you kind of you've covered a little bit about uh, COVID and that, um, mm-hmm. and well, how did it affect you, really? Um, I'd say I had a very mixed um, effect. You know, there was there were kind of good and bad aspects of it. Yeah. Um, the bad element is one that's I suppose shared between not just all musicians but all creatives really everyone um, you know Covid had an impact on and I think especially for the music industry and for venues and promoters and obviously musicians um, everything just kind of came to a standstill which was really quite hard actually um, it really made me realise how much I value what I do um, so during lockdown I got a job in the bank if that you can believe it <laughs> no. which is, is not if you meet me like I just I don't look like someone that works at the bank like I look like homeless slash bohemian homeless, you know? homeless? No, I, I actually got I got mistaken for a homeless person once really? which is a different story it's wow. quite, it was a low point I was hung over so ah, right, okay. makes sense <laughs> okay. but yeah um, but I got a job in a bank and it was one of the worst things I'd done it just wasn't for me at all and I just realised how much I value doing what I do. Like I value, um, not that there's anything wrong working in the bank, obviously. No, 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 you know, some not. people, they're great at it. I was terrible at it. <laughs> so, um, but I think it really highlighted to me like just how much I value playing live and connecting with people yeah. and creating stuff really as well. Um, and I suppose the, the good element of, of lockdown was that that me and my kind of loved ones obviously were stayed healthy and things like that um, which I was very fortunate for but also mm. the fact that I was able to create stuff I did a lot of writing I did a lot of rethinking like my sound and what I actually wanted to be doing um, which was good but overall lockdown was pretty shy. <laughs> it had good aspects but overall not that great well again it's sort of like uh, when I've spoke to other folk there's been a mix of good and bad mm-hmm. bad yeah you're, you're kind of as you were saying earlier before we started talking you're with your own thoughts mm-hmm. what else do you do yeah um, but the positive being it's given you a chance to sort of rethink things mm-hmm. and the creative juices are just flowing yeah totally. ever more so totally yeah so it was good that way, but not that great. Bit shit in other ways. Yeah, bit <laughs> shit in other ways. Very bleak, but hey. Uh, but yeah, no offence to you bank workers, folks. Uh, oh yeah, you sorry do a good, that. important job. <laughs> yeah, you do a good job, folks. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, thoughts on the local music scene? The local music scene is thriving. Um, there are so many really, really talented artists um, to confirm Edinburgh we're talking about yeah well technically I'm actually so I'm from West Lothian yes um, but yeah like within the Edinburgh music scene as well um, I'm kind of involved in quite a few at the moment um, so West Lothian's like my basis where I've like mm. obviously kind of um where I first started gigging and where I first started meeting people um, but kind of branching out of that like I play a lot in Glasgow so that's sort of like I just meet people all the time which is great yeah. in Edinburgh as well um, yeah there's just there's really an, an immense like array of talent that's just I keep finding new people all the time to listen to and I'm just like well this is crazy like there's so <laughs> many good people um, and so many good people doing what they're doing and again like I don't know if it actually is a product of, of COVID and things like that but there's a lot of people releasing new music that just is quite inspiring and um, you know it seems to have like a kind of fresh perspective as well I've noticed that with a lot of artists so yeah. it's been pretty cool yeah I would definitely say based on previous interviews it has I feel like from an outsider perspective mm-hmm. there's a lot more music coming out and it's sounding fresher than it's ever sounded before yeah uh, it's not sounding anything like what you hear on the charts because mm-hmm. let's just face it it's generic trash <laughs> um, it's the same old same old whereas the, like yourself and everybody else it's it's new mm-hmm. it's different yeah. it's makes you want to listen to music again yeah it's, totally yeah 
So, but that's good to hear that in West Lothian. I've never been to West Lothian. I should definitely come and check it out. That, I mean, um, it's, got good music. it's a good <laughs> the, scene. Yeah, the, the scene itself is great. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's a few places you could go, but. I wouldn't recommend it for like a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Just a day trip, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> or or, or, get, or uh, evening or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. What's your, what's your thoughts been on like the Glasgow music scene? The magic's quite a contrast compared yeah. to here and this yeah. yeah. Honestly, um, in terms of the opportunities for musicians, I mean, West Lothian has a great support network, I think, mainly because it's a lot of. Um, like smaller towns like people know each other and they just kind of support each other and give each yeah. other like a bump up but in terms of the opportunities for musicians Glasgow is just it's great like there's just so many cool venues and even like promoters and stuff they're great to work with like it's just overall it's just good um, there's like a, a thing that, which I discovered that I absolutely love. It's a, um, a venue called the Howlin' Wolf in Glasgow. I don't know if you've heard of that. I've heard of it, but I haven't been. Yeah. You should go, it's great. But they do a thing on a Sunday night. It's organised by a few musicians who are just incredible. And um, it's like a blues open mic thing. Yeah. And it's like all these, I've played at it before and I was just like, this is so cool. All these incredibly talented blues musicians who'll just get up and you'll just be like, okay, the chords were in this key, like play these uh -huh. chords, and then everybody just starts jamming and it turns into like the most amazing thing. And I just think that stuff like that's special and it's quite rare to find. And the fact that the scene is like full of musicians who are just at that level, that capability is just yeah. like. It's crazy good. It's so good. Wow, it's not something I, pick, I think of. Uh, I think of the music scene, Glasgow blues, and that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I'll totally. I'll definitely it's, check that out. Uh, yeah. No, it's 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 definitely it's really really cool, and I think it's it's a great opportunity as well for for people because I think obviously blues is. Um, I mean, it's it's my main sort of like go-to style, like kind of blues rock sort of vibes. Yeah. But I think in terms of like just blues music is like it's something you wouldn't necessarily think of as much. Mm, yeah. And the fact that that's like a scene within Glasgow is like so cool. So <laughs> yeah, is. it's great. It's really good. Um, yeah, so much talent. I can imagine. It sounds it. Like, oh, <laughs> that's crazy. What's in store for yourself between now and? Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> no, beyond. Um, well, the plan is really um, from the album coming out, we do have possibly some more music coming Ooh. soon, which will be fun. Um, and just a lot of gigging. Um, we may or may not be branching out of Scotland a little bit, which will be fun as well, doing mm. some more gigs. But I can't really confirm. I don't know what I'm allowed to talk about and what I'm I get not. you, Mina. I'm not going to push you, of yeah, course. I yeah, I feel like every time mm. I do stuff like this, I end up saying something and I get like a phone call later on being like, you're not supposed to tell anyone that yet. Oh, yeah, or, but you did. We're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah, so, oh. um, but yeah, lots of kind of exciting opportunities and... I do plan on working with some artists as well to do some kind of collaborations and things. Just, I did a like um, songwriting camp. It was um, B Charlotte. I don't know if you've heard of B Charlotte. I've, uh, I have heard of her, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it on social media. It was quite a. Quite a it, it was all female, wasn't it? Yeah, the songwriting camp. Thing. Yeah. That was great. It was one of the best experiences. Um, and I think it's really like highlighted to me how much I can like think outside of the box when I'm working with other people as well oh, yeah. um, in terms of, like I think everyone has different styles and different approaches that it like when it comes together it's just so cool like working with other artists so that's my next thing I think <laughs> as well yeah, I'm sure a lot came out of that. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen I've seen a lot about it, but I've not. It's not it's something I'd like to know more about. And mm -hmm. um, what is it all about? Like, are you able to share? Like, yeah, I mean, I, it was basically just an opportunity for female. I think female and non-binary musicians. I'm not 100% yeah. sure on that. Um, but basically, a group of of artists to to come together and write music, and it was just so empowering. Like. I just think in terms of women coming together and working together and like creating like a safe environment as well. Yeah. It's just the way um, Charlotte had like organised everything was just like 
so cool. Like she's just, she's like genuinely just one of these like authentic souls. Do you know when you find she these people? She seems that way. I've not yeah, met yeah. her personally, but nah, she's the cool. vibe she gives online mm-hmm. and videos she's put out and that, yeah, it, it comes yeah. across that way. Very genuine person and I think our intentions behind that as well were just to really empower other women in the scene, which I think she's doing. And it's something I definitely am inspired to to continue in my own work as well, like work with other female artists, work with male artists as well. Ah, um, of course, you yeah. know, do loads of collaborations and stuff and just create things differently from how Definitely. I would come. Just like sitting in my room, like burning incense like, <laughs> try to write like blues sad songs so yeah definitely. sounds like a good evening doesn't it <laughs> most evenings to be honest <laughs> well, there you go that sounds very chilled I like that I like the sound that sounds very relaxing yeah. um, now we come to the quick fire and I call it that but it's not we're, we're going to be here all day at this rate cool. <laughs> but I've got, I've got plenty of time <laughs> I hope you do as well yeah so yeah I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions we'll we'll see how I've said to you before we started so I'm sure you've got some good answers maybe (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) we'll see okay (laughs) favourite food I think well this is the thing right technically I'm a vegan technically Technically. but if I was like (laughs) if I had to choose like my last meal it would be seafood paella which obviously goes against veganism completely so if not I'll opt (laughs) for like a vegan burger but it's, it's not it Fair enough. Um, <laughs> fair enough. I, um, actually, you've just you've just reminded me of that question I was telling you about. We'll jump to that one, then we'll come back. Mm-hmm. When it comes to you get your burger and you get your fries, mm-hmm. how, how, which is the approach? Because this is a debate amongst me and my friends. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't like the fact that I'll eat my fries first, then I'll have the burger. It's because you're a smart, smart guy. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a. I agree. <laughs> so what I would do is I would eat majority of the fries. So I'd probably leave like maybe like an eighth of the fries. Yeah. It's quite specific, <laughs> but you know. Just an eighth, folks. Yeah. That's just an eighth. <laughs> so that the fries don't go cold because as soon as they're cold, it's, horrible, you, you've lost rubbish. it. Yeah. You've lost the game. Um, and then what I do is I switch to burger, and then like in between burger bites I'll eat the rest the remaining fries the eighth of the fries there you go see <laughs> process. see the debate has been settled folks uh, it's open to discussion if you're coming on the show <laughs> that's one of the new questions I've added so I'm glad you've been able to address yes. that um, but no thank you <laughs> favourite swear word if you have one it's might not be your favourite might be something you just say a lot I don't know <laughs> yeah I mean yeah it's like it's the one that like all mums seem to hate, so can't oh. pretty much. But it's one it's that popular, I'll it's common. Yeah. I just I just think it's great when you when you need it, you know. Like, see when I'm driving. Uh, it's yeah. just it's my ideal go to <laughs> word. I think it's like the, the sharpness of it, it just cuts through. Oh yeah. You know? It's just good. That's what it, it's like a nice sharp blade. And it, yeah, I yeah. get you mean I. Yeah. Uh, and if you're no from Scotland, it can really hit you. <laughs> what? It can really hit you hard. <laughs> it can. <laughs> but Scotland, it's like uh, it's just it's just any other word, isn't it? Really. Yeah. I mean, sometimes I use it for good things as well. I like that. I like that cunt in the road. Yeah, like, yeah. It could, you don't mean it in a bad way necessarily. Exactly. No, totally. Mm. But most of the time, I mean it in a bad way. Well, there you, <laughs> there you go. Uh, I'm sure you make that way very clear <laughs> uh, most embarrassing moment oh, if you have any to share there's honestly just too many <laughs> to, to count um, any standout <laughs> that you're willing to share <laughs> I know this is the thing um, I need to be careful here honestly on average I embarrass myself at least three or four times a day I would oh, wow. just, just random things I do um, one of my most embarrassing moments I'm quite like I would say I'm quite like awkward socially like I just do weird little things um, like what? One, just, <laughs> I don't know like fidget maybe or yeah yeah fidget I walk around a lot I do random little dance moves <laughs> in the middle of talking but one time is that why you're was, dancing right now? No, I'm kidding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of my most embarrassing moments probably um, one that I'm going to share at least um, oh. <laughs> was I was playing a gig 
and I don't know if you ever get this but sometimes like when my brain's on other things like if I'm I'll always like introduce myself to people be like hi I'm Megan mm. and they'll tell me their name kind of how interaction works yeah. and all that. this one guy turns out I hadn't just met him once before yeah. I met him several times before oh, wow. and he was running the show and for some reason my brain just didn't register that this was a face I knew I don't know if he'd had a haircut or some some shit like that and I was like oh hi I'm Megan lovely to meet you and he's like fuck's sake this is the many times <laughs> you've introduced yourself to me and I was just like oh, oh. man and it was just like the most cringe like there was just nothing I could do to get away from it wow. I just had to be like oh yeah of course yeah <laughs> you probably think I'm the biggest dick now but honestly I think his hair just looked different I don't know maybe it's changed his look or something I, yeah. it depends how often you see each other like, that's true that's true yeah. another time as well I played a gig in a church and halfway through I realised my top was see-through Ooh. that's another one which <laughs> is maybe a bit more embarrassing that's, no. that's as far as I'll go <laughs> quite a lot how long before you noticed like, or did somebody point like was somebody nice enough to point out to you or was it, it like it was like as I was leaving so I was singing the entire time and there was like lights as well so there was just no hiding it wow it was just like in a church of all places you know <laughs> it just wasn't it just wasn't the vibe feel, at all yeah I feel like maybe a joke or something in there I don't know maybe. or a quote or what I don't uh, know you've unlocked wow. this memory for me uh, no you're very welcome <laughs> oh biggest pet peeve if you have one I'm sure you have many we all have that's true actually that is very true um, one of my biggest pet peeves let me think see I've got I've got loads <laughs> there's loads of things mainly my pet peeves are mainly at myself ah. like things that I do I'll be like oh, why have you done that again <laughs> um, one of my biggest pet peeves is um, my partner who I live with uh, we've just started living together for some reason he just can't close the bin <laughs> and like the more it's like going on it literally like if I see it I'm like I'm just gonna like lose my shit like I don't I don't know why but like he'll just half like he'll like the bin's pretty much closed but it's not actually closed so you can just see a little gap it's like why why don't I just close the bin I don't know if he does it to annoy me but it works so maybe it does who knows who knows I'm just like practicing witchy spells he's going to get cursed one of these days he <laughs> keeps doing it but yeah going to happen when he least expects it no doubt <laughs> oh that's crazy <laughs> if you had your own cocktail or mocktail uh, if you do or don't drink what would it be called and what would be in it um, hmm this is a tricky one I was trying to think about this before and I couldn't um, I think in terms of what would be in it I think it would be coffee based okay because like I think espresso martinis are just cool like see when you see someone with an espresso they just look cool don't they <laughs> they like, do they do it's just, there's no get away from it <laughs> but I think mine would just be like so much stronger coffee alcohol just stronger <laughs> and I don't I don't know what I would call it just maybe like for now a Megspresso martini but it's in it's, it's like definitely it. in the works like and it would it. just be like one of these ones that you would take it and you'd just be buzzing the rest of the day it would come with like a warning how <laughs> much caffeine's in it oh. great a drink that could be served at one of your gigs yeah totally. and that's how you know that you're on that night <laughs> you know, that's on the menu yes exactly oh that's I like that that's, that sounds nice although coffee though the mm. alcohol yeah it's great because like I'm definitely addicted to caffeine it's just aren't well yeah exactly it's really bad at this point oh. like, I don't know if, <laughs> like you can just tell like, I'm just a horrible person without caffeine <laughs> at this point but like combining caffeine with alcohol is just it's genius in my oh opinion. yeah so I'll definitely need to give that a go just up the game Put it in a fancy glass. <laughs> there you go. Sorted. I'm going to be going out at the weekend, so I think I'll definitely give that a go. I'll yeah. find some place that's doing it. I'll exactly. Maybe even take a picture and show you. Be like, do yeah. I look sophisticated <laughs> now? <laughs> you have to hold the glass like you're sophisticated. Well, that's kind of, yeah. yeah. I, can't, I don't know how to describe that, but yeah. <laughs> People will guess roughly what you're doing, maybe. Well, hold but. the wine glass, folks, yeah. without swirling it. Yeah. Because that's wine. 
I'm smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like I'm holding one right now. <laughs> Wouldn't mind one right now, to be fair. I know, <laughs> Just to ease things. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're coming to the point now where I got you beforehand, although the people get to listen to it now, two songs to listen mm-hmm. to. Uh, I got you to listen to two female artists because I thought, well, by the time the podcast went out, we've passed the uh, uh, Women's International Celebration thing, month, whatever. Yep. Uh, I thought, why not? Mm-hmm. All female. I got you to listen to Christy Christ, <laughs> Oliver, uh, the name of the song's Venom. Uh, we're going to play that now, folks, and that came out on the 4th of March 2022. Short drink, is it not? I've never actually tried venom. Never. <laughs> I'm too scared. I've never, I've never heard a good thing. Never. never. Like it might sound fun, but it's always, it's always a disaster. So. It is, but I don't think this song was a disaster. No, <laughs> no, definitely not. Yeah. So, what, what were your thoughts on venom? Honestly, I really like this song. Um, I've actually heard of Christy before. Um, so, like, when you sent me her music to listen to, I was like, cool, it's yeah. all good. I was actually listening to it while I was, like, doing my skincare routine. And <laughs> there I feel you like go. a bad bitch. Um, yeah, I really like it. It kind of reminds me of, like, sort of like a road trip song. Like, I feel like I would like to play it in my car while I'm driving somewhere and just feel like it's me against the world, you know, me and Christy against the world. <laughs> um, no, it was great. I think um, it's got a real kind of, like, country rock sort of vibe to it which I like like a certain artist that we may know from Scotland I don't know who you're hinting at are we, are we on the same wavelength here I don't know I don't know if we are begins with an E I think she's married to a footballer I could be wrong who are you 
Just tell me. Every McDonald's. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't know why I didn't get that. I didn't know she was married to a footballer. Anyway. I don't know. I, I, could, I could have made that up. I don't know. I no, don't keep up to it. she's not at all. Um, yeah, no, like, I feel like the... It was, it was different, but I get what you mean in terms of, like, that similar sort of style. Um, I just really liked it. I think... Her voice comes across really nicely as well. It does, it does. Um, and just like the overall feel of it, I just feel like it's quite an upbeat and quite a, a strong song. Like, I don't know if that makes any sense. Like, yeah. So, like, it's just got that sense of kind of power behind it. And sort Oof, of like, for sure, you know, for sure. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, that's, that's pretty much. I get what you mean as well in regards to a driving so I don't drive personally, but mm-hmm. yeah, no, I definitely I got that from it. Yeah, uh, just like road the pace and that. Yeah. yeah, I could imagine it being part of a playlist. Yeah, no, definitely. I think it's just one of those songs as well. Like I think um, in terms of like I'm not sure what her actual intentions behind behind the song were, um, but from this, the kind of lyrics and stuff like that, I think it was quite clever as well. Like mm. titling it Venom, like I just think there was it, it links up nicely. It, it does. Like it tells a story, and at the same time, like I think as a listener, you can take what you want from it. So it might remind, like for me, it reminds me of like a relationship. Oh yeah. So um, that kind of vibe. Yeah. And almost like getting away from that, but for someone else, it could be entirely different. So. Ah, well, there you go. It's cool. There you go. Well, thank you, Christy. Uh, I did get to speak to her briefly about it because mm-hmm. uh, I did say to her, That's, there's a very McDonald's sound coming mm-hmm. from this song. And I meant it as a compliment, no? That, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, and she was like, that was sort of what she was going for, mm-hmm. that yeah. and then some. So, yeah, no, I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I also got you to listen to Sacred Noise. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing that now. Uh, the name of the song is called Part of Me, and that came out on the 10th of March 2022.
Yeah, I got to see them live. Personally. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. Um, block. I had to think about that. <laughs> um, yeah, folks, uh, self-plug. Um, if you haven't checked it out yet, I did a gig review. Uh, first ever. Nice. In audio form. So uh, definitely, folks, check it out. Let me know your thoughts. Megan, what were your thoughts? <laughs> Honestly, I really like this one. Um, it kind of, and I don't know if this comes across as a compliment or not, but it kind of reminds me of the types of songs that I would have listened to as like an angsty teenager, but I still can't like let go of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know, like it, it's got that kind of feel to it. It's got a real sort of um, sense of angst, in my opinion. Ah, um, yeah. It's quite dark and quite sort of. I don't know. It's got it's got a good feel to it, if that makes sense. It's not like it doesn't make me feel sad. It makes me just feel kind of like contemplative. Yeah, it gets you to think. Yeah. Yeah, and it's again, it's powerful. I like the structure of the song as well, and how they've kind of built it nicely. It starts off. I think it, I believe anyway. It starts off with just the guitar, and then the bass comes in with the it drums. Does it slow like, and it builds? Yeah, and yeah. Then, and it sort of it builds up, and then it kind of comes back down, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, like so you heard it um, when you, you listened to it. Mm-hmm. Multiply that by like a billion yeah. uh, for the live performance. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, they're really good live. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I'll need to check them out. Again, it's a band that I've heard of before. I think there's always that kind of like, element of like you hear a name and you're like, oh yeah, that's such and such that's oh, yeah. like within the scene. Um, I don't actually know the lead singer's name. I don't know. If not in off of my head, no. Uh, shambles. <laughs> uh, I know. And I, I did that review recently as well. Oh, they're going to hate me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry uh, for just totally I know, it's you. fine, it's fine. Um, um, but either way, the vocals are great as well. I think, like, they fit really nicely with the style of the song. Um, and again, the way it sort of builds and things, it's just yeah. it's good. I feel like the way it's been composed is just great. It's Anna and Kirsten. Kirsten's the, the main singer. Nice. So uh, you're talking about Kirsten's vocals. Yeah. Yeah. She has a very, very interesting stage performance. Cool. She interacts with the audience in such a profound way. Okay. It's not something I've seen before or experienced <laughs> in person. It yep. was really good. I'm sounding biased here. I do like them. I'm not going to lie. So, But I'm trying to be as non-biased. Yeah, but yeah. It was... I felt like Block was a... Sm- they could have easily have done the balance. Really? Easy. Nice. Block felt like it was just couldn't hold their mm-hmm. power. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what to call it. I yeah. um, again I'm trying not to be biased, but that's easier said than done. No, definitely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no folks, uh, again, another plug. I did interview Sacred Noise, uh, that was interview number two, so if you haven't already, have a listen after you've listened to this not before but after <laughs> because we're, we're we're focused on Megan folks we're focused on Megan <laughs> um, so what where are you currently listening to at the moment ah oh, that's an interesting question um, I started listening to a lot of Bell and Sebastian again which is quite strange like I always seem to they're just like I just go back to Bell and Sebastian yeah um, I have been listening to a lot of local artists as well, actually. Um, I was listening to a few of Dictator's songs recently. They're kind oh, of they're nice. based. They're nice, yeah. Um, I was listening to Sylvie's new song. Sylvie's also West Lothian based as well. I've interviewed her also. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I love the way she raps her new song. It's just so mm-hmm. cool. It inspires me to rap. I don't think it's more. Well, I hadn't really heard her beforehand, and so I, when I did listen, when I first, when I, I heard her, I heard one of her older songs, and then I listened to the new song, mm-hmm. and I was, I was like, "Is this the right song at first? But then <laughs> it all fit, it all came yeah, yeah. together when I listened to it properly. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, who else? I love Jack White. Jack White's like one of my go-to people. Just in general so uh, I've listened to quite a bit of Jack White Pixies um, Will Vallis Will Vallis have been a big one at the moment their new album's great actually I really enjoy it um, ABBA ABBA's always no, I've been listening to quite a lot of like instrumental stuff as well a lot yeah. of jazz 
um, Diana Kroll, Kral, I don't know how you actually pronounce her name, Billie Holiday, all that, wow. all that jazz, you know? All that jazz, literally all that jazz. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's loads, it's just, I don't know. It's quite a, a mix, but... An eclectic mix at that. Yeah. yeah like, wow. It's in my, my mood. <laughs> I just, like, walk around and as the day goes on, the vibe changes, you know. I was going to say, I could imagine the Spotify algorithm struggles <laughs> with you. Like, oh, you listen to all this. What do we recommend? <laughs> ah. My playlists are kind of strange. Like, if you put on, like, one of the... Is it, like, the daily mixes or something? Oh, yeah. Like, if I'm driving, it'll go from being, like... <laughs> Really like kill cool, like rock and roll sort of like could be like the Stones and then next minute it's like just the most depressing song ever and it's like how do you get into the headspace of this? <laughs> yeah, um, it's good though. I enjoy wow. it. So wow, that's just that's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy, man. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? We're, we're we're pretty much at the end of this interview. That go crazy. I know. Oh, going through so much, it's insane. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm going to be putting you on the spot in a moment. Uh, <laughs> but an easy one for you. Where can everybody find you and your music? So I am on the internet. Internet. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I'm on any social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, as Megan Black Music um, I also have a website and I'm on all streaming platforms as well so you can find my music either by going onto my social media um, or by going onto Spotify and just typing Megan Black it's the most boring name in the world but it comes in <laughs> handy for stuff like that easy to find yeah, yeah. very much that's, that's the, that's the, it's, there's, there's nothing wrong with simplicity yeah. it, it helps in a long way yeah. some people's names like, I used uh, to yeah I used to always like curse my parents for giving me such a boring name I don't even have a middle name that's how, <laughs> that's how little they thought about it <laughs> but now it's like it kind of comes in handy so yeah no I can understand that yeah, yeah. so I had a song in mind I was going to play at the end of this uh, but what I'm actually going to do because your new album is technically out now mm-hmm. I'm going to get you to pick a song Ooh. from the album and it'll, it'll be the song that we end on how are you feeling happy sad how am I feeling yeah I'm I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm neither I'm in between <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm neutral um, uh, I'm alright I'm good I'm in a good I'm in a good mood I'm in a good good headspace cool um, I think hmm I think Freedom Belongs to Him is the last one I feel like that was like the defining song that was like the first song that we released from the album so uh, well, there you go folks <laughs> there you go well Megan thank you very much thank for being you. on the show yeah uh, yeah always a pleasure <laughs> uh, cool. I'd love to have you back sometime um, yes. might even do a gig, re- gig review at some Thanks point with you. yourself but uh watch this space folks cool thank but, you uh, you're very welcome you know folks uh, thanks for listening and uh, until next time I'll uh, see you later But freedom. Be-